Welcome, friends, to the Dice Bar Gaming Podcast, an actual play tabletop role-playing game that uses the Pathfinder 1E rule set, an epic story that takes place in the dark fantasy world of Melhoran. Our heroes' trials and tribulations will have them brought face-to-face with demons, devils, angry spirits, the occult, and more. Brought together by mysterious circumstances that leaves them with more questions than answers and an ever-present dark force that seems to be lurking in the shadows, forever seeking them. Hope you enjoy the show. O night, O night, by the faint firelight, come the fallen terrors to the gone one's delight. O tarot, O tarot, stretch your ropes till they swing, while all turns to dust for the end it will bring. O tarot, O tarot, through the wailing and weeping, we see you with our burning bones and skin seeping. O tarot, O tarot, can any know your master's desire? For none will live to see through your black fire. Welcome back to the Ice Bar Gaming Podcast. Friday up, the 13th. Hey, friends. What'd you say? Friday the part 13th. Three. Part, part three. three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so part three of the Jade Manor. We're going to do a quick recap and then we're just going to get started. Hey, God, I'll give you a... Ooh. Nice. Ooh, nice. Already Spoiler alert, there's slugs at the end. <laughs> uh, With faces. So, <laughs> yeah, we're walking through Jade Manor. You just... A uh, little bit of self-mutilation and then haunting going on. Alistair dug into his already ruined arm. It's kind of getting I a mean, reputation now. Yeah. It's like, it's like that's going to be the arm. He's like, I'm going to touch everything with his hand now. Who cares? <laughs> He's got tribal marks, man. It's all blood tribal marks. <laughs> yeah. Strom had uh, some, ate some rocks and glass, and uh, the right side of his mouth has been kind of... Uh, Not part of a nutritious breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, you wonder, did I swallow any of it? I don't know. <laughs> you have no idea. And Yori uh, lost an eyeball, popped it right out. No, even like, yeah, it hurts inside, but this didn't even use a spoon. <laughs> right out. Uh, Bev Mora is still missing. However, you did pick up a new friend, little Grimshaw, a little adolescent uh, goblin. You take it that his he came in here with his little band of goblins, but they have since disappeared. He seems kind of attached to you guys. He mentioned something like, oh, Bayashkia. You guys are like, what the hell? And he's like, yeah, I get I get a lot of shit for that, my my goblin kind. But, you know, you guys seem cool. 
you decided, hey, let's just trust this guy blindly, and he'll come with us. <laughs> and uh, he's been with you ever since. And well, now anybody trying to get out of here, out of this place, is our friend. So <laughs> yeah, you come into the dining room and you see the uncle. You've seen a few visions now of the uncle and some some children, which are who you're guessing is the uncle and some children. Him and admonishing them and make them eat food or do chores, and he's serving their uh, the children food. And starts pouring out a a pot of slugs onto the table, which form into a face and shape and attack. And we rolled initiative. I'll ask you uh, to remind everyone. It was uh, Strom, Alistair, and then Yuri. And then Grimshaw. So let's uh, get started in combat. To remind you of the battleground. What's up? We've got a long table, about 15 foot long, with a couple different chairs. A dining room table with a long rectangular room. The slug swarms are down in the south end of the, uh, the room, while you guys are more in the north end. Only about 15 foot separating you guys. With 15 foot separating you guys as they form into shapes and you guys get ready for combat. So let's do this. No. <laughs> Grimshaw is first. He is going to get behind Alistair. And he runs a little bit. Not slugs. Anything but slugs. And he's behind Alistair. Uh, Strom, your turn. Strom's just gonna go for it. He's. Bo- I'm gonna rush. Swarm number two. All right. So he's gonna like belly flop into him. What are you gonna do? <laughs> so <laughs> as you uh, as you're noticing them, they are kind of on each side of the table. Even though they look like one giant mass of wriggling uh, slugs, they are two masses of wriggling slugs. So so you're gonna attack two. Yeah, I'm um, attack number two with my katana. Okay. So, rushing. All right. You're going to do a charge. Yeah. Plus two to hit, minus two AC. Yep. All right. That is a nine. Okay. So, let's see. Uh, with my katana, ten. Does a 17 hit you? Is that what you're plus two? Yes. You do, right? The charge allowed it. Oh. You didn't charge, you would not have hit him. Wow. Alright. Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. You notice as you strike, you're going through all this like slime and slugs and you're cutting some in half and yeah, while it, like they recoil like you almost feel like like a thousand like little screams as you hit it. Uh, it doesn't quite do the impact you thought it would. Okay. They're squishy. You must use bludgeoning. Splatter them. All right. I don't have bludgeoning. So he's standing on top of the table? Step on them. (laughs) He's next to it. It's a big table. (laughs) Rough guesstimate, what did my strength check to flip this table onto the slugs be? Say 15 foot. You're on the end. I I would move. It's not your turn yet, but... Oh, uh, I thought I was after... West. Now, which no, way you're trying you to You are after it? Wes, but there's something between you and Wes. Oh. Then okay. it is my swarm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. And, 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 like, you know, 
do things to West since he's convenient to you. That looks so gross. <laughs> uh, just don't be a touch attack, please. So the thing about swarms, this is your first swarm, it just moves on top of your square. And does damage And to does you. damage. <laughs> There's no hit. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So a uh, couple rolls are going to be involved here. Oh, God. Uh, let's see. Let's do my damage first. Never got a swarm before. Sweet damage. Okay. Uh, but something tells me there's something bad coming. There are two saves involved. Oh boy. <laughs> I can only wonder. Two fortitude saves. Wow. Yeah, for me, that's actually pretty good. Well, yeah, the, oh, bad. the paladin has to make fortitude saves. How awful. I know. <laughs> Natural 15, so 23. Good. So, natural 20. Nice. Very good saves. You have made both saves. So, these things, you're like, you cleave into them, you you hear them scream, and you know, you're like, yeah, you see slugs, guts fly everywhere, and then they just all over you. And your whole body, like, they start, you can feel them wriggling into your neck armor, through the slits in your your visor, up under your pulverins, like, just starting, you start feeling squishy all over the place and you're like oh i got your first save you're like i I gotta remain strong here i got can't be distracted by all this and uh you you remain calm and then the second one you feel like this achy like where the slime is touching your bare skin is just yeah you ever walked outside barefoot stepped on a slug before Uh, no and you just can't get it off your how i almost put it because the slug is gross do you ever step in dog shit barefoot? It's it's yeah. kind of the same way, yeah. right? It's it's like, ugh. But, it, uh. but the difference is, right, you can just, like, go over to the ground and rub dog shit off of your foot. You can't do that with a slug. Really? If you step no. on a slug hard, it will stick to your foot in ways that I can't explain to you. You All can right. scrub 80% of it off, but that last film... It seems like it just spreads on your foot. Like you're doing a peanut butter uh, sandwich. It's, just it's gross. So, so gross. Uh, you fight whatever that is off, too. So well done. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, we have so, to burn you to get uh, it off. Swarm <laughs> 1 is moving up and does the same thing to Yuri. No, no, Yuri's uh, fully defensive and... Oh, wait. He went on vacation before this started. <laughs> Please miss. I don't have a good reflex. I can't miss. Oh, you said fortitude save. Yeah. Uh, five damage. I don't like you already. <laughs> they hurt me. And two fortitude saves, my friend. Why, why you gotta hit me? You know, I was wrong. It's a will save fortitude save. My bad. But well, you, still pa- you still made them both anyway. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay, well, I got yeah, my four and will are same. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna use my, my cylinder die. All it right. actually looked like it was working earlier. So. Oh, that is a natural fail almost. Uh, which one am I doing first, Will or Will? Will, uh, eleven. <laughs> oh no! You are nauseated. Okay. It is the same. You're distracted. Gotcha. But it's the same. So click nauseated on your screen. I don't want and to. the next one's the one you really don't want to fail. <laughs> I know I don't. And he's putting it up. <laughs> 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 there it goes across the room. <laughs> what was that roll? A one. Oh no. For a total of seven. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If it's one, that's a fail. 
Yep. Oh, boy. Okay. All right. So I'll go ahead and roll up the new character. <laughs> you know, these slugs are going to be feasting on me for a little bit. Lovely day. Lovely, lovely day. All right. Nothing happens for now. <laughs> oh, for now. But you <laughs> That's don't good. feel so good. Oh, I'm Torad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Alistair. It's all right, guys. Can't exactly it only hurts the a little table bit. Yuri and like are covered in swarms. I mean, you would hit the, them solidly with the table. They might take a little damage, but it would bump them out of the way while it would squish things. All right. I mean, you might do a little damage. What? Though. What's? Yeah. I'll. I'll. Do it's it. a strength check straight up. All right. Well, like. It, well, it'll be a strength then. Well, you got to think. You said it's a 15-foot table. How wide is it? He's. You're, uh, yeah, I'm flipping it sideways. Flipping yeah, it sideways. Still, and you're gonna yeah, try probably to... more onto Yuri than onto. Like... Yeah, which side do you want to flip it on Yuri's side or? Yeah, Strom's? Yuri's looks like he's freaking out, right? Strom's Strom's holds strong, but okay. Yuri's. Yeah, let's let's solve the Yuri covered in. It cried it in my eyeballs. Natural so fifteen. For yeah, all right, and negative one. Check. All right. So fourteen, yeah. <laughs> uh, it flips. <laughs> all right, let's roll the hit. Ooh, a four. Hmm. I don't know if I hit the area on a four. Yeah, I still, like, it hit some... It was going to hit regardless of the strength tech. It was just... How well was it going to do? Yeah, it was was kind of one of those things. Okay. You squish some. (laughs) They make a little... Like, hey, that one's cool, bro. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was your attack. The rest of my turn, I will look around for something large, flat that I, I can use as like a paddle to squish more slugs. Okay. There is a shield on the wall. Excellent. I will move toward that shield if All right. I have You are it. next to it and you're reaching up for it. All right. And you're your turn. What am I allowed to do? <laughs> you're allowed to do whatever you want. You have a blunt weapon. Yeah, I do. Actually, he's nauseated, right? Yeah. How no, much? no, no, sorry. Not nauseated. Well, you can call it distracted, but you said it was... To do it as nauseated. Yeah. So I click nauseated. Then minus two one. Oh, panicked. Panicked. Sorry. Sorry, I meant to panicked. Panic has been activated. <laughs> I and you oh dang man, that's mean. <laughs> mean took my attack down. Let's see, does my shield have more area coverage or just I can hit with the mace? I just start swinging with my mace. Come on, don't you feel me? I'm sure I didn't hit a 10. No. Even though they're all over me, I mean, it shouldn't be that hard. To, no, I'm just hitting air. So, yeah. No. I'm freaking out a little too much. I can't do nothing. You swing. They, go, they go everywhere. You're, oh, no. You feel them in your... Trying <laughs> I to, got one of my eyeballs. You're I get, trying to get uh, in your, your ear. Oh, man. Yeah. You're about to see a naked elf. Half elf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Strom. That's a whole new meaning to Strom. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna hit you with my shield. Okay. Uh, not with a five. I'm pretty sure a thirteen doesn't hit you. No. All right. Wow, you guys are not rolling well right now. 
All right. Well, I rolled a four. That's three better than I usually roll. <laughs> that is <true. laughs> <Not a one. laughs> All right. The swarms are going to continue to do what they do. Oh, great. Strom. Six damage. Ow. That's all you hear in your ears. Just constantly. Like that. Pushing the sanctuary quit attacking me. <laughs> and Yuri. Three damage. Nah, at least it wasn't as bad. Uh, Strom, you need to make the will save. Okay. And you need to make both saves, and Yuri, you only need to make. All the right. Will save. Uh, first one, I rolled a natural fifteen. Good. Then that's a natural one. Oh wait, you failed them both, didn't you, Yuri? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. You don't need to make any rolls. You're good. <laughs> you're, you're good. <laughs> you're good. You're, uh, you're so in slime town. Natural one on the fort save. Ooh. Oh, welcome <laughs> to my world. Oh, yes. God, all right. I didn't expect these are to work. All right. Well, I mean, when you leave it up to the die sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, you're feeling kind of gross. Oh god. It's like we've been screwing the game pretty good so far. It's time for it to <laughs> screw us to, back. Yeah. Alistair, <laughs> your turn, buddy. I have a shield now, so I I will go bash Are you Yuri? Is that a simple weapon? I'm pretty sure it is. The way I'm using which, it. Which sure. You know what? Let's just, uh, we'll just use it as a All right, I got an idea. It's probably it. a one D two weapon right now. It's a pancake. Minus maker. my strength. <laughs> But it should do double damage to a swarm since I'm using it as an area of effect. 14 natural. Like maybe a plus two. <laughs> I think. Or a plus one. I think it's plus one. So that's probably a 15. No, you missed. You did miss. Yeah. You smash it up against the shield you, and they just start wriggling around it. The edges kind of go ah, towards your hands. I, I shake them off. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> What's that movie, Slither? Remember that movie? Oh. <laughs> so gross, dude. Yuri, your turn. I'm trying to hit again. Um, <laughs> now that I'm 14? helping him, he's going to roll natural one. 14? No. Nothing. All right. I'm rolling crappy. And that Wait, die, I rolled Sorry, over. 14, yes, hit. Oh. I am, yeah, I am completely sorry. All right. The so, 14 hit. Yes, so well, for both of you. 1d4 halved, or what did we talk I was looking at the wrong stat block. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wow. So, like, what do, what do you think the shield does for damage? Let's roll 1d6. Yes, yeah, one. it's a die 6 damage. Oh, okay. 5, negative 1. So, 4 damage. All right. So, I'll roll my damage. Oh. Not bad. 8 damage. 8 damage? Yep. And it dies. You smash it, and you just smash the rest of them between. It was almost like Alistair was coming in on one side, and it's like smashing through the slugs, and you came in, and you guys go boom, and they all just like go <laughs> flying off in different directions, and they Thank dismay. God. Start pulling it out my ears. <laughs> Get the one out my eye socket. Get it off me! Get it off oh, It's in his eye socket! Ah, ah. <laughs> Remember uh, Temple of Doom where like Indiana Jones is stuck in that uh, the, the room where it's like oh, coming down oh. and she had to stick her hand in the bugs and she runs back into the room. She's like, get him off me, get him off me, get him off me. And he's just looking at her like, you idiot. And then she sets the trap off again. He's like, ah, no. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's about the way I'm about to panic. Strom, your turn, buddy. Oh, shield bash. 
I hit you this time, bitch. Natural 13. Ooh. A bitch, huh? Negative 5 to attack. Nice. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, na- max damage 6, 7, 8. I don't think my shield is magical. No. That does not matter. Okay. Right. Strom. One damage. And will save, please. Still the will save, huh? Poor I said I failed. Natural 16. You have passed. Alistar. It's all been waiting. We all have unique ways of really driving each other crazy. (laughs) I guess I'll go over and hit um, Strom with his shield. I mean, the slugs that are on top of him. Hey, natural 19. That's pretty good roll. All right, roll your damage, bud. That looks like it is a two. I had two left. You smash the rest of those into I the ground. I saved your life. You're welcome. And they dissipate in the room calm after that as they all kind of like slither off almost like turn into little ghost slither or slugs and disappear into the <laughs> Yuri's running around. Get him off. Get him off. Get him off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit Yuri with the shield again. <laughs> <laughs> it won't come out my eye socket. The two full plate fellas, Strom and Yuri, you guys take off your helmets and just slime kind of pours out of it. (laughs) Well done. All right. We survived. So you have a door to your southeast, the door you came in through to the northeast, and then windows all around to your south and your west. What would you guys like to do? The feast is still sitting on the... All right, sorry. The feast is now sitting on the floor. Maggots are rolling through it now, and it just looks gross. It's not as appetizing as it once looked when you guys walked into the room initially. And that's perfectly fine, because I'm not hungry. Yep. Lost all desire to eat anything at the moment. We're going to check out the southeast door. All right, so you guys get up to the southeast door. It's a plain wooden door. going to open it or up? Uh, Strom will open her up. You open it, and you see another small figure, Strom, uh, directly in front of you, maybe about 15 foot, looking uh, outside the window. Out, uh, which window? This window right here. So there's two bay windows to the south. Uh-huh. There's this one and this one. The figure is right here. He's smoking a pipe or anything. It's a small figure, uh, smaller than you, smaller about the size of the Grimshaw, and it's just looking out the door, kind of ghostly in appearance. You you take a moment, you look, you see it's the the boy you think ghost that you saw before, from the vision of the little boy and the little girl being yelled at by the uncle. I motion for everyone to get closer to me. And point out the bo- the boy as I slowly walk into the room. Yuri's still wiping out slime from his helmet. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Grimshaw is sticking close to the paladin almost all the time, unless the paladin's going into fight. So Grimshaw's at your feet. Okay. Almost trips you up sometimes. Dang. Goblin, but he's sticking really close and he's looking behind you at the. The, uh, the ghost. Oh, wow. 
let's see if this is another image of the past. As I slowly walk in, just really focusing more on the ghost. Okay, the the boy ghost doesn't seem to be reacting to you. He's got each of his palms on the glass. And weirdly enough, the, the you know, like if you ever held your hands on a, a, a window and it kind of creates condensation of your hands from your, your body heat, yeah. it's doing that even though you can see clearly through the ghost. I am going to maneuver... Yeah, I move behind the ghost to see what um, he is looking at so intensely outside. From your, the distance you're at, you hear muffled voices. However, out the, the window, you see a forest. Kind of odd because this, is, this house was in, like, farm fields, right? Right. However, you're looking at a forest and you recognize this forest as the dark forest from when you were dealing with the lumberjacks, the haunted the haunted forest and you see the uncle talking with a very dark figure cloaked in shadow but he's the uncle's back is to and he's talking to this thing but you hear from the distance you're at you can't really hear the the window is cracked slightly and it seems like the boy's trying to listen I get to the other side of the boy and see if I can't listen as well my helmet is currently off as I'm kind of been shaking slugs off of it out okay. of it okay uh, anybody else wish to approach to here or everybody gonna stay well away from the boy I'm not terrified of the boy so Yuri will move up Alistair sure why not <laughs> at this point I've done I've already done a lot and it is my right to be lord of the jade house she's just not cooperating Women are like that. They can be fickle. If your charms do not work in eliminating your brother has not worked, what else are you willing to pay to be lord of the Jade Manor? You see the uncle's shoulders go up and down as he's considering. I've I've not been able to bring myself to to truly hurt the children or Lana. I just want them out of the way. I need to keep the girl. I need to keep Lorana to act as her warden, and that will allow me to become Lord of the Jade Manor. I will pay anything as we discuss for this. Excellent. Your finger, please. You see the uncle put his hand out, and the demon produce a... Sorry. And the figure produce a... (laughs) Totally not a demon. Not totally a not a demon. <laughs> Produce a black feather quill and poke his finger and then start writing on a parchment. Excellent. I will visit you in six nights. Be prepared. I will take them away. Even the girl. Of course I will leave the girl. 
Lord James. And it bows to him. Kind of like, you can see his posture before is kind of a man of defeated, or like this is his last resort, and kind of brings up his his shoulders square, and he's looking. And it fades away. So, was that a demon? At this point in time, I'm not positive, but it's very likely. Something that could make a deal. Could be a devil, a demon. But if this is the past, it could be the same thing that we fought in the forest. Oh, I do not want to fight another one of those creatures. Knowledge planes, based on what I've seen? I got enough information? Like, it's the, so that while the uncle's kind of like, yeah, you could probably guess it's the uncle because of his size and his tone and everything. Mm. He wasn't super clear, but then the dark presence was all the more so unclear what you were looking at. It was just a dark, shadowy thing in the forest. So, like, I mean, that's something that cloaks itself in shadows. But, however, it specifically off, makes deals with mortals. That's a very... What I'm saying is no need to roll for that. You're That's a pretty educated guess. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, specifically, would I know what, like, what are we talking about? Is this, like, a low-level deal-making demon, or is this, uh... No, it's not low, for sure. Anything that can make a deal, like, if it caused this that's around you, it's definitely something... Badass. Gotcha. Um, another thing I want to bring up. There was a forest that they were talking in, not fields. And that was the dark forest where me and you fought the wraith. Yeah, um... And he said Lorena. She must have been very young. Well, if it was a memory, memories are not necessarily always coherent. The boy could have followed his uncle to the dark forest where he made a deal with this entity remembers it from the house because that's where he's confined to now. Does that make sense? I mean, this this could have been wooded a long time ago and now it's farmlands and whatnot. I mean, they... I mean, could it have been, Marnie? Like, this was several... Not dark forest wooded, no. Yeah, I, I mean, there could have been a copse of trees or something like that, but that would... Not I a don't forest. think so. Well, from what I've seen in the vision... Everything what? goes wrong whenever somebody cuts down the dark forest. Oh, yeah. I don't think that... Well, I'm just saying, that could have been what happened to this manor right here. Maybe it had some dark wood in it, and maybe that's why it's in shambles like it is. Let alone the deal that this person made. And what did it get them? As far as we know. Well, we got to figure out who that is, but I've heard Lorena before. Pretty sure that's the uncle. I mean, the girl name was Lorena. Yeah, the one well, we're here to get Lorena, the pendant for. That we're getting the pendant for, yeah. Yeah, we need to find Bev Mora. So the only place from here you can go is up, back to uh, the thoroughfare, if you will, threshold, and back up the stairs. You guys want to do that, or where do you want to go from here? What is that door um, is home, to our side? Is home an option? <laughs> uh, it is the door to leading outside. It's the back door out. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I meant to describe. There is a door to the east, and it has got a window on the door, and it's showing trees and dark woods out there. 
So we need to head back up. Yes. If you want to stay in the house, yes. Don't want to stay in the house. I click my heels together three times and say there's no place like home. So you got to understand. I've got, I've got two things going on. I'm in a lot of pain because we haven't had a chance to fully heal or anything yet, which, bing, <laughs> I hit myself with a... I'm wall. actually going to investigate my body. Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk away and give him some privacy. All right. Uh, <laughs> heel checks. Bad off I am. I leave him some naughty magazines. <laughs> Nobody Need should to investigate explore my body. <laughs> Nobody should investigate their body without dirty on my magazines. Check for myself. Twenty-three. Uh, Yuri, you're not sure, but your skin looks a little off. But you're like, what? And uh, Strom, you guys are diseased. You cannot disease me. Oh, son of a bee sting. <laughs> yeah, you need to remind me of these things because I forget yep. when you guys uh, get wet. Uh, you well, didn't you didn't tell. Me. You didn't tell me. I know, but like. Just when I like say, "Hey, you're affected by something gross," go, "Is it a disease, sickness, or blah blah blah?" That would help, you know. Yeah. Like, just like uh, for an elf, for example, like, "Hey, is it a charm or whatever effect?" I don't remember these things because right. I got a lot yep. going on. So just help me out. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so let's say you're looking at young Yuri here. Yep. He's diseased. You're diseased. <laughs> <laughs> you made a me 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 me. <laughs> All right, so we used the wand to heal ourselves, but I let him know he is diseased. Die before we're out of here. <laughs> All right, I hit myself for the wand. That's five. Oh, so you need to hit the wand, too. I'll make my rolls. Uh, three charges. So you guys going to head back? You said you want to head upstairs? Yes. Yeah. So as you head back through the dining room into the welcome room and the front door is there, another vision uh, pops into view and it's again, it's the, you see the uncle's back as he's opening the door. You see the uncle kind of step back in revulsion for a moment, but then straighten himself up. Six, been six days already. Yes. May I come in? Uh, uh, of course. He looks down at the threshold and back up at him. Oh, uh, yeah. sorry. The mother insists on putting these things. And he, he looks like he's kicking salt or some sort of like powdery material away from the threshold door, kicking a, a line uh, off of the door. And it goes... Well, you can almost feel its joy as it enters the hole. And then the vision goes away. Oh, right. okay. We need to figure out what that stuff was. <laughs> yeah. Knowledge planes on that? No, uh, I say knowledge religion at this point. That is knowledge religion, yeah. Okay. That's a natural 19. Nope. <laughs> I rolled a three. Yeah, Derek might know it. <laughs> and he's the only one not religious. I got an 11 total. I am a 28. Okay. Uh, that's probably... The visions are very black and white, so take that color out of it. But a very educated guess, because it could be other things, but you think it's probably blessed salt. You, you bring salt to a temple, a good uh, line temple, and they can bless it, and it keeps evils out. I put up a quotation mark. So, like, it's very broad. It's a very gotcha. uh, superstitious thing. It's out, if it, it, it's out if it works or not, but... Apparently that thing didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Could be blessed salts. If everybody's like looking like 
What was that? <laughs> it's the crushed bone powder of babies. I think that would be the opposite of keeping evil out. But uh, okay. And oh you had uh, some somebody's holding a, a, a seance for for evil. <laughs> All right, you guys head upstairs. That is a long stairway. It is. You come no. So <laughs> as you come out, there's a long hallway, about 15 feet to the north of you, uh, with a door on each side, and then, in a window at the end to the north, to the south. 40 feet down, there's another window. You see woods and trees out that one, though it's dark. To the south, there's three doors. One on the east hallway, two on the west. Where would you guys like to go? I'm going to try and hurry this up a little bit. Bamara! As loud as I can. We in a haunted house. They already know we're here. Okay, now I really hate this place. <laughs> Split up, open doors. I say it's in a hallway. We're not splitting group. We're splitting hallway duty. <laughs> Let's open one door at a time. North or south? North. Uh, north. All right. As who's going first? Uh, Strom. Strom, as you go. Take us five steps to the north, you hear. I look behind me. Nothing. You see a group. Coming from up. Oh, God. I look up. You see a dark hole in the ceiling. Like, the wood is broken away. And it's just darkness. I'm like a ton up toward the hole. (laughs) You see a outline. It looks like a dog skull? Maybe? Or a little deer skull? And it's on a little ragged ragged body that's about two and a half feet tall. Are you looking for the green one? What is the green one? Yes. We're looking for the green one. Well, do we hear this? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. (laughs) (laughs) She was nice to us. She played with us. She was a nice playmate. We let her go. Where is she now? Gone. Out of the out of the house. Yes. Fortunately, we can only let one leave every so often, and she was nice. She played with us, so we let her go into the wood. Who is your master? The master has his house. He's always been here. You hear like a dragging of metal on wood upstairs, like if somebody was... So there's more stairs? The ceiling. Okay. In so, the attic. In, probably. But it sounds like somebody's dragging metal across the wooden floor up there. Getting closer to... Just a bed. It's fine. Getting closer to this uh, <laughs> this little scold creature. It looks... <laughs> I don't have long... She's coming. Who is coming? Mommy's coming. You shouldn't be here. I'm looking for a pendant. Huh? Clutches at its little chest. He wants to take it. Run! You hear upstairs. 
I immediately open the door to the east okay. and drag us all in there. <laughs> all right. Right before you grabbed me, you saw me head tilted back, mouth agape, going, Ugh. <laughs> 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 I don't know why I go there. You can't make me. Uh, upstairs, again, the house doesn't seem in too much disrepair, besides maybe a smashed like, wall or something like that every now and then. It almost seems timeless, but the the level of dust on everything is apparent. Like it hasn't nothing. Nobody's been through it, but it hasn't aged properly either. So there's a beautiful carpet, red carpet in front of you. However, it's got a layer of dust on it. How? But it's not moth-ridden or anything like that. And uh, about 20 feet across, you see a, a small desk and a small bed, like for a child bed. All right. I toss the goblin into the middle of the carpet to make sure there's. <laughs> And he lands on it, and dust flies up around him. Right, so there's no hole in it. <laughs> Just check it for traps. Well, that's not... Well, that's really smart. <laughs> uh, no. There's no trap here. He's jumping up and down on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that where the hole is? Apparently <laughs> <Really> not. <laughs> So, as I said, it's a child's bedroom, or sorry, it's a small bed, but it looks like a child's bedroom. You see the blankets got some pink on them, and uh, you see little perfume bottles and, like, probably a starter makeup set and stuff like that. A little girl's room. Uh, you see painted above the bed, says Lorana. All right. I guess we check in the closet for... Searching everything. Yep, searching. All right, so you search the room. Open up all the drawers. I'll, I'll open the closet. He's the brave one. All right, you find, <laughs> uh, by searching, you find, sorry, roll a perception for the rest of you, and then Alistair, you're checking the door. So let's get the perceptions. Uh, nope. Right. This is getting retired. <laughs> so. Pressure seven. What, what, what's your uh, total? I got a 12. 12? 7. 7. Okay. Uh, you find a silver brush, strong, in one of the drawers. It's pretty nice, but it's made of silver. Keep that. Silver child's brush. So, two things kind of happen at one time as you open the door. You open the door, boom. You and see it I... is a closet. With a ladder in it. With a ladder that goes up with the trap door. You see, the all, most of the clothes in here are moth-ridden and old and disgusting, and the simple ladder against the the wall heading up to the trapdoor. At the same time, uh, the other two, Strom and Yuri, you hear outside in the hallway. Someone, no, 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 don't. Strom goes and takes a look. I'm gonna be like halfway in between. Like, if Strom needs help, I can dart. If Alistair gets sucked up in the attic, I can dart. All right. You see the opposite door when you look through the door that you guys entered here is open, and you see something's happening in the opposite room. There's something else going on in this room, in the other room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm still in between. I was like, I can't go that way, and I can't go this way until. They both do whatever. It's like, I only got one eyeball, guys. <laughs> I can't watch both of you. I guess I'll 
and I'll see what Strom is doing. Strom's walking into the other room. Yeah, we're, we're, all go headed, we're all headed with Strom. All right, so as you enter what looks like the adult's bedroom, you see a beautiful bed to the north end of the room. Uh, lush car- carpet, nice desk to the south part. And as you walk in, you see a sleeping figure on the bed, ghostly in form, and above it. You remember the scene in Ghostbusters when they're having a dream and the spirit's like hovering above a sleeping, one of the sleeping Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like the spirit, it's just like looking down, but it's that dark, shadowy figure that the uncle made a deal with. And it's descending further and further, closer to her, closer to her. And it starts going like the dark, shadowy presence starts going into her ears, up her nose, and in her mouth. It's totally gone, and she, her eyes open, and she very robotically gets out of bed. Looks like she's, like, biting something every now and then, like she's trying to stop moving, but she keeps going and walks straight through you, Strom. You feel a cold, cold draft kind of go through Someone you. Someone just stripped on your grave. <laughs> and every, actually, one, every one of you, unless you get out of her way, she just starts, I get out of her way. <laughs> <laughs> as she keeps walking, and she goes downstairs. I'll sidestep. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, search the room. Okay. I guess not with I'll the two. Look in the closet again. <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh not bad. I saw it. There, there is a door to the south, and it is a washroom. Huh. It's, not op- a cl- it, it's not a closet. You are correct. You open it, and you do see uh, a sink area and another wardroom area, and you see a, a tub. And of course, it's full of blood. How cliche. <laughs> it's just in there full of blood. Very still. It's just rusty water. It, the pipes are old. Yeah, I, I open the door on the south side. See if that's the closet. I'm trying to find the closet in this room. Okay. <laughs> so Alistair has left the room completely, guys. And he is... You notice, uh, Alistair, a door when you come into the bathroom to the now east of you and you realize that's one of the doors that goes out to the hallway okay. that you previously had to and you go into this room and it's another bedroom it's a little boys room it says Thompson on it gotcha you see like little toy trucks you see another couple uh, little orange balls with stars on in them remember I described that you guys being thrown a ball earlier mm-hmm same kind of thing in a little toy truck. I take the little toy truck. Okay. I'll need something to trade for the pendant. <laughs> <laughs> you see what looks like a little chalkboard where the little boy is probably learning to read and write and all that stuff. And you see Thompson, you know, spelled poorly as a little kid <laughs> would. Um, looks pretty fresh, but you see un- underneath it, Beth Mora. And it actually had different girlish handwriting. Okay. Does it look like her handwriting? I mean, I don't know how much you've seen it, but it definitely looks like a, you know, a different person's handwriting, and it's female. It says Beth. Gotcha. Any other signs of her here? Mm-mm. Looks like, yeah, there's toys out and everything like somebody's been playing down here. Gotcha. Any toy at the center of this action? Ah, uh, the truck take? and the balls. Gotcha. I'll take the balls too, just in case. I say truck, but we say toy truck, a co- cart. You know. Gotcha. Yeah, like a little Something. little wagon with horses. You know, like. <laughs> You know, you seen those um, the wagons that you pick you pick up, and uh, like if you move it, the the they, the legs move. The too. legs move. This is yeah. one of those. Okay. 
Strom and Yuri, you guys hear that dragging of metal across the wood again as you see that ghostly woman is back seemingly from downstairs and she's dragging what looks you know those big blocked meat cleavers she's got one of those and when she's raking it across the across the wood and she heads south through the bathroom the way that Alistair went and because I, I would walk out into the hallway. Uh, yeah, well, you're in the room. Like you just picked up the toy. You're in the little room. Now you're starting to hear Alistair. That you, you know, your almost reflexes have you look up. Cause that's where you heard it the first time, right? And when he said, "Mommy's coming," yeah. And you see the ghost is coming with this meekly. And I'm behind. Walk it. right out the door and into the hallway. I'm gonna leave it up to your characters to watch or not. Uh, Strom and you're, you're. Are you guys following? I am following. She's going to the bed and. As you kind of look back to Alistair, you see a form, a ghostly form in the bed, a little form, sleeping, and she's standing over it. And I'm not going to get ghastly. If you want to continue to watch this scene, it's about to unfold. I'm not going to describe it, but I'm going to let your imaginations... Yeah, I walk out into the hallway. I don't want to see that. All right. As the mother raises the cleaver to her son in bed. I swat at the thing to try and disrupt it. (laughs) I see it, and I'm like, as bad as it is, maybe a memory. Maybe I can disrupt it. Maybe something will cause. So I swing, try and hit the hit her with the cleaver. It goes right through. Now, it, it, these things are almost playing back like a, you would a movie. If I was there, I would have done the same thing. He does have a ghost touch glove. You he does. Know. He does. But it's, <laughs> these aren't the exact. These aren't even ghosts that you're looking at. You're it's, seeing it's like mirage memories. You're seeing echoes. memories. Yeah, echoes. echoes. Yeah. As she's coming down, and I'm not going in on it. I put my hand on his chest. May you forever be in peace with Carvoon. After she's done where she's done, like, Yuri, or sorry, Alistair, you're out in the hallway, like, hearing it. You guys can't help but hear it. And it doesn't take, it's not short. It takes a while. And she comes out into the hallway and then proceeds north to the other room. The one you guys came through from Lorena's room. They're going to the little girl. Anybody follow her in there? I'm following her. Following her. She does the same thing. Lorana's in bed. Not getting into it. Is she wearing the locket? Yeah. But it's a ghostly locket. I know. I'm just saying. Which is awful. But what? Yeah, actually. That's what Strom's thinking. He's like... Something is not making sense here. So, I want to cross the hallway and go into the other room. While we're watching this one. (laughs) So this demon made a deal that the uncle agreed to, and he lied. He needed to get into the house to kill everybody. And minutes later, are you going to... So, I'm sorry. Partition this for a minute. Alistair, you open a fairly large study, books to your north and your south. Uh, Three large, or six large bookshelves in total, three to the north, three to the south, and in a large large stone desk, actually, with uh, books out on it and diagrams. Looks like a lot of um, engineering kind of specs and stuff like that. There's all over the place on the wall and stuff like that. A very elaborate study, but as you... Do you enter the room? Yeah. And as you start perusing the desk and stuff like that, 
you do see one book that stands out different from the rest dark like so the book is the, the is bound in dark wood and you've recognized this ashen wood before it looks like it's from the same wood as the dark wood and the pages are like this black like material that you don't recognize and the lettering is in white and it's Okay, you recognize it as Abyssal. I don't even need to have you roll that, but uh, okay. give a Decipher script. You got a bonus, since it's going to probably be your next. You've been looking at it. Hmm. Not great. I think that's a 20. Some sort of summoning book, but you don't have to be a wizard to do it. Uh, and get everything you want in life. It's kind of what it's, described. it's translated it as. Gotcha. So it's like demon summoning for dummies? Yes. <laughs> demon summoning for dummies, I think. <laughs> As you're looking at that, the rest of you are watching the mother. She did her thing and walks into the hallway and starts screaming. You see the realization of what she did. And she just looks back and forth and frantic. The, the, The look on her face, you guys will be burning your memories forever. As she realized what she'd done, and she looks around like desperate for something different, looks down at the meat cleaver and drops it right there, looks back and forth, and finally just takes off at full sprint north, crashing through that northern window. And then all gets quiet. And moments later, you see the uncle coming up, looking his. You recognize, you see his face now, and you see it's the uncle. So even though it's in ghostly form, his face is pale, and he looks at first into the boy's room. The look of shock on his face, like, oh my god. Looks down at the... Then continues down the hallway, looks down at the window, down at the dead mother, again, shock. And then finally in Lorana's room. And then shock kind of becomes, like, Oh my god, what had happened to even mixture with anger. Damn you! And you see the thing appear out of the walls, like almost like every piece of it comes out a piece of like parts of the the house. What's wrong? You said that you would get rid of them! They are gone, are they not? Not like this. You summoned me. You know what I am. You see, he just kind of like looks at the being for a while. Still. A deal's a deal. How am I going to be Lord? I'm not related to her by blood. The little girl was supposed to make me warden. You killed her. Agreed. I got a little overzealous. Let me fix this for you. And it crosses into Lorana's room and it starts waving its hands. You see power suffusing. You see the bits and pieces that are in there start coalescing back into each other and Lorana's formed back into a person. Whoa. And he, she will be forever tied to this house. A walking ghost. <laughs> Don't let her leave the island. But this place will continue to feed her. Many more will come here. But the house is mine. 
How am I supposed to be Lord Jade without the house and its treasures? This is ridiculous. Not my problem. Oh, you see the house start kind of uh, uh, like seeming angry around you? I'd leave soon. You are no longer welcome here. And you hear, damn you! As he runs out with Lorena out of the house with nothing but the shirts on their back. Wow. How the frig are we going to find this necklace? It's up in the attic. So this entire time they've been watching that and stuff, I've been like contemplating demon summoning for dummies. Because <laughs> I don't want to leave it here, but I don't want to touch it. <laughs> so I'm like... The curse is, you touched the dark wood, <laughs> you're cursed by the dark so wood. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm kind of like looking at this thing. Is uh, there like some kind of stick or something? I could like <clears throat> close it with a stick sure. and like push it into my bag so that I take it oh, while I so touch it. gonna die. Sure, you, you can get it without touching it. It's not a problem. Alright, because it creeps me out, just its presence. Alright. <laughs> you hear downstairs, you feel the house shudder again, and you hear downstairs eat your porridge, do your thing. You know all the visions you've been seeing and all through that? You start hearing them play out in sequence again. I'm not going back to the kitchen, so let's hit that attic. Yes. I agree. All right, so I find them in the room, and the vision is stopped, right? Because I don't want yeah, to see yeah, you, bits and pieces of little girl all over. And I'll even hibbity bibbity bop they tell you what they saw. That makes me even more concerned about taking the what <laughs> book. <laughs> it's like everything in this house is mine. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> You're you offering upstairs. Him There's a ladder. Heading up to Strom yeah. will go when first. When I saw him enter, can I like make an honest to God plain check on what this thing is? Um Like how 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 deep is the shit we're just about to step in? Like do I, I got a rough idea? Are uh, we talking up to our necks or are we gonna be buried in shit? We're gonna be buried so, in shit. I, I even as a, a <laughs> So I'll even share a little bit more. Like, you're not even sure the demon's in this house, really. You just know it owns the house. Or you're not sure if this entity is in the house presently because have you, you've you heard about deals being made already through other places around here, right? Yeah. When's the first time you heard about an entity making deals? Out in the dark woods, yeah. And with who? You guys remember? Yeah. Um, um, Garn's dead. Yep. Yeah. So, and I think there was a couple other deals to be made around. So, you're not sure if the thing is going to be in here exactly, but if it's making all these deals, it is tied to these woods. That's for sure. If it's tied to the attic, you don't know. that. But you don't know what type of demon it is, no. Gotcha. It has been very good at... You're sure, like... I know you're sure, just by is. the visions? Actually, even as much as plenary knowledge as you have, you're sure by the visions that what you were seeing, that dark entity thing... Is not what the uncle saw. He probably saw something different. But whatever is sh- that, why these visions or these whispers are playing out, it is being intentionally deceptive of what you cannot see what exactly it is. When I say dark figure, it's some glowing eyeballs and like a shape, and like a rough shape that moves around. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, obscure with the description on purpose because it's a very obscure description. Gotcha. Well, Strom is headed up into the attic. All right. 
The second your hand hits that rung, you hear the house moan like, and so it's almost like something's becoming aware of your presence. And it kind of occurs to you guys for the first time that you've only been dealing with echoes and parts of the house where now the house is becoming aware of your presence. And we'll page out from your hand on the, the rung back to lovely, lovely Hearthgrave into the Songbird Inn and the back of it where Lorena sleeps. And you see she's washing her hands from finishing up the last bit of from her day. She's tired, just, you know, she's been just working all day and the uh, candle behind her flickers really bright coalescing up the wall and startles her in fright and it falls to the ground. She crosses her room to look at what the hell was that and she looks and she sees the her four heroic figures, the wax ones, have all moved into a different pose of battle. And the golem out front, like with its shield up and at the liquor candle had licked up the wall it formed into a dark shadow above them all against the wall. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs>